Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a brief devotion this time. I'm sorry I've been going long lately. Here's Matthew chapter 17, verses 22 and 23. As they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised up. And they were deeply distressed. Okay, we saw Jesus tell them about this earlier on. We saw this in Matthew chapter 16 in verses 21 through 23. It's what led to the whole exchange where Jesus tells Peter, get behind me, Satan, because he tells them what's coming. He began to tell them what was coming. Do you remember when Jesus was eating and drinking with his disciples and they said, oh, he's a glutton and a drunkard and and then Jesus, uh, Jesus tells them, like, look, don't, you know, the, the time will coming for them to fast. Like, the, they, they were asked, like, why, why, don't, why don't your disciples fast like John the Baptist fast or like the Pharisees fast? And Jesus is like, well, there's, there's a time coming for them to fast. But it's not, it's not while the groomsmen are hanging out with the groom before the wedding. Let them, let them feast together and enjoy fellowship because the groom is going to be taken away from them. We saw these kind of these poetic, metaphorical parables that would foreshadow that, but now he has since been more overt and direct, and he's told them, the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and the Pharisees are going to kill me. Now in this text, verses 22 and 23, he's added detail. He's added more about the fact that it's going to be, he's going to be betrayed into the hands of men. Okay, so we knew that we already knew if the, if the disciples were paying attention, which by the way, as we know later on in the gospel narratives, that they either weren't paying attention or they've forgotten. If we're paying attention, we know that he's going to be killed by the elders, the scribes, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law. But now we, he uses the word betrayed. He's going to be betrayed into the hands of men. So this adds something that wasn't there before. They will kill him, and on the third day, he will be raised up. Now, verse 23 is pretty overt. Remember again, verse 23, as we continue in the gospel, when you see the disciples and the Pharisees, you see the disciples just utterly aghast. Everybody's lost. Like, I have no idea what's happening. Nobody told me this would happen. Like, Jesus had overtly multiple times told them exactly what would take place. He reminds them of this reminder after the resurrection. Don't you remember? <laughs> I told you that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of men. He would be killed and then three days later would raise again. How much of the Word of God have we forgotten? How many of His promises have we already forgotten? Have you taken a moment to run a catalog, all right, an inventory of answered prayers, of miracles on your behalf? All right, God saved my life with a surgery just last year and, and, and paid for it all, okay? Like, sometimes I forget that and I feel badly about that. You know, the, the Redemption Church has experienced miracle after miracle and how God has done this. He's doing another one now in our building campaign. All right, it's really amazing to behold. JCM, likewise, has had incredible gifts come in that were just miraculous, that enabled us to remain in ministry. It's really cool to behold. And sometimes I can take those for granted and just keep moving right on to the next thing. Take a moment to look back on everything that God has said that he would do because we can forget. We've The disciples forgot this, <laughs> this critical piece of information. Like just imagine how easily you and I can forget likewise, ways in which God has come through for us. This was a reminder. This was the second time, now with an added detail of betrayal, that the crucifixion was coming, but so was the resurrection, that he would be raised up on the third day. And they're deeply distressed. The word distress is fascinating because 
Yes, he did tell them that he was going to be betrayed, that he was going to die, but he also told them he would be raised again. And so the distressed reaction indicates that they, like Peter before, are thinking only in temporary terms, in human terms, in emotional terms, and if they go as far as Peter did, they end up articulating the very ethic of Satan beforehand. So they're deeply distressed, and it's because they, likewise, are thinking in only human terms. We don't want to lose this direct fellowship with you, Jesus because Jesus would go to the scribes and Pharisees, because he would be betrayed, because he would go to the cross, because he would raise again, they would actually be with Jesus forever. That's not a reason to distress. That's a reason to praise God and to thank Jesus 